0: Hi, and welcome to another edition of You've Got to Get Your Hands on That Game. This game. Um, this is Richard Gibbs. La-da-da-da-da. Alright, um, today I'm going to talk to you about my favorite game of all time. Well, at least favorite card game. Dominion. Dominion is brilliant, in my opinion. Because what it does is it takes a couple very simple mechanics... And it turns them into something highly variable that changes every single time. Now, I'm not going to say the game's perfect. There are a few changes that probably could have been made to make it a slightly smoother experience. Um, There's one or two cards that could have been balanced a little bit differently. But for the most part, it's an amazing game where every time you play, it's different. Especially once you start adding on the expansion packs. The main game itself can get a bit dry after a while. But it becomes magical once you start adding in lots of different expansion packs. And there are a lot of different expansion packs for it. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with card games. Um, There's a genre of card games called um, collectible card games. Um, The biggest of these is of course um, Magic the Gathering. And the premise of these games is that you build a deck before you play. And the other player builds a deck before you play. And both players kind of compete with each other. And you use your mana to try to get out your monsters. And they fight each other. And you try to damage the other guy. And you hurt him back and forth and back and forth. And it's all based on your strategy of what cards you put in your deck and the decks that you get are highly variable because the way you get them is you go to the store you buy a pack of 20 cards and you don't know what the cards are you open them up you go flip through them and you pick out the ones that are good and you throw the rest in a bin and never play with them again. Now this is a great marketing scheme um, and the gameplay is pretty good but there's um, but because they have so many different cards and it's the power levels are highly variable because they want to have some good cards and some bad cards so you keep buying the packs, there are some flaws with this. There's the inherent problem with the collectible card game in that people who spend more money have more choices. Therefore, they have the advantage. So two players of the same skill If one player has More money Then odds are the player who has more money And has spent more money Will win Now I'm not saying there isn't skill Because there most certainly is But it does give an advantage To the player who has made The most financial investment And that is a concession that I Cannot make In a gameplay design And Hundreds, thousands of people do make that concession every day. But it's, it's I, that's a firm red line with the way that I believe in game design. And I, and I just really don't like crossing it. What Dominion does is it kind of takes that whole idea of building your deck and turned it on its head. And there have been so many games who have tried to emulate it afterwards. And copy this design. Which in some ways was copied from Magic... And other collectible card games like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and the Warcraft 1 and the other collectible card games. But with Dominion, the way that it works is that instead of having it so that you spend an hour or two or three years ahead of time constructing your perfect deck. There are certain basic cards that are in every game. There's the silver. There's... Um, copper there's curse cards there's and the victory point cards which are green and they basically just weigh down your hand the way it works with dominion is there are 10 other cards these are called kingdom cards and they're randomly dealt every game so you get a different set of 10 kingdom cards and you don't know what they are until the game starts and everyone has the same exact set of kingdom cards there are ten in each stack, and each player on their turn has one action, which means that they can play one card from their hand, and then they can play their co- any coins that they have, which are, are treasures, and then they can make a buy. So the, the, that's basically your turn. Once they're done with their turn, they discard anything that they have in their hand, then they fill their hand back up to five, and continue. Anything that's discarded goes in their discard pile and it stays there until they run out of cards. Um, Once they run out of cards, they shuffle everything that they have and it recycles through. So everything that you get, for the most part, keeps recycling through over and over and over again. Um, So on your turn you get an action, which lets you play a card if you have an action card. You play your treasure and then you get a buy. So a buy usually lets you put some... A card from the selection of the 10 kingdom cards that are random each game into your deck. And the idea there is that hopefully you're making your deck better. You do that, and then you flip through. So, I mean, each kingdom card has its own text on it. Like the witch, what that will do is it'll allow you to put a curse card in someone else's deck. Um, you have the ch- chapel, which is a mind-bending card that allows you to trash cards. In your hand, so that they're out of your deck, which is very good for getting rid of junk. Um, There, but you can't count on any one card because most of the time you don't have that card. And what's interesting about the game is that you need to look at those ten cards and spot this card works well with this card and combos with this card. And if you can find out those amazing combos this is an amazing game. The main card that grants you more things that you can do is called a village. And that's terminology that Donald, the creator of the game, uses throughout the expansions. Anything with the term village means it gives you one or two actions and draws a card. Which allows you to chain different events. So instead of just being able to play one card a turn, you're able to play multiple cards. And That lets you chain more cards and more cards and more cards. And sometimes you can shoot through your entire deck um, in one turn. So you're basically buying these cards, making your deck better and better and better and better. Then comes the counterpoint that makes this game brilliant. As you start getting more powerful and you're getting more money every turn and you're able to spend more because you put gold in your deck and now you're able to, now instead of getting five When you are at a buy phase, you're getting six, seven, eight. You realize, hey, I can buy the really good stuff now. So then you start buying the victory point cards. And the victory point cards are what win you the game, but they do absolutely nothing for you. So if you put them in your deck, you're slowing your deck down. So that when you draw them, you're drawing a dead card. And it becomes a tension where you want to make your deck good, but you don't want to make it good too, or you don't want to spend too much time making your deck good because then someone will just snap up all the victory cards and win the game before you're even started. So it's a tension where you have to go back and forth of where when to start, and it's a timing thing. And a good player will be tracking how many of each one of the victory cards has been bought. Because um, the victory cards, when you're playing with two players, there's eight of each stack. So you're aiming to at least get four of them um, strategically. And you probably want to edging them out because you want to make sure that you have at least one more than the other player. Um, It's a brilliant game. It isn't hard to learn. But the depth is there. Especially once you start adding in the different expansions. I'm not going to talk about the expansions. But each one of the things that he does that's brilliant. Is that each expansion has it's own theme. And it's completely separate. So each expansion adds a new mechanic. On top of the other ones. And some of the mechanics from expansion A. Really work well with expansion B. And you can get these combos with an exp- with part of Expansion A and part of Expansion B, and they work really well together, and it creates something that you didn't know was there in the gameplay to begin with, because just because they happened to be there. And you've played the game a hundred times, and that combination never rolled out. So it has infinite replayability in my mind. It has been emulated many times. Ascension, um, Marvel, DC Deck Builder games have come um, based on it. Um, There's a deck building game in the Star Trek universe. But all of these deck building games have roots in Dominion, which is basically the concept that collectible card games are unfair and you shouldn't win based on money. And the fun of a collectible card game anyway was, was the idea that you'd build the deck. So why did you put the game before the game? You put the game when you're at the table playing with the people. And it's a brilliant and simple strategy. I love this game. A lot of its derivatives. And it, I think that you should really give it a try. It's by far the largest game that we are trying to offer with our Kickstarter this time. Uh, but it has a lot of depth. It has a, a lot of expansions. I think it has 11. And it has promo cards. Um, there's an online community that plays it all the time. Unfortunately, that's inaccessible because cause that's unfortunate. Anyway, um, just so you know, that that's what it is. Um, got to get your hands on this game. At least try it a few times. Um, when... Adapting it. Uh, The way that I've done it is the cards just have the name of the cards. For instance, if the Baron will just have the word Baron on it. Oh, Baron is an intrigue. It isn't even in the base set. Um, What's in the base set? Festival. Festival will just have the word festival on it. It won't say plus two actions, plus two money, Uh, or plus two, or plus one buy. It won't say that on it. Um, Instead, you'll have a reference card that'll be on the side. And that'll work kind of like the randomizers that the normal game has. And they'll be shared among the players. Because your deck will probably be filled with three three Vestivals and a Smithy. And you'll know what's in your deck. So those will be the only cards that you really care about. So you'll just grab the the reference sheet, and use those when necessary. But most of the time, you'll just have it memorized and just say, oh, Smithy, plus three cards. Smithy, plus three cards, plus three cards. Um, if they're really small, I might fit them on. Uh, and I haven't done the transcription yet. Probably Smithy, I'll put it on. But if it's a more complex card, because some of them get really wordy, especially in the later expansions, like... Um, Hinterlands or guilds, or dark ages, those, some of those cards are just walls of text. But, um, I mean, once you play a couple times, you, you memorize the text anyway. But anyway, that's, they'll have reference sheets, and those reference sheets will coincide with whatever ten cards are out for that game. Plus, um, the base cards you really don't need reference sheets for. It's, you just get used to it. you have, gold which is worth three um, money and cost six but anyway um, this is a great game you should get your hands on it it's called Dominion have a good night